Email continues to perform as a very effective marketing channel, crushing social media in terms of visibility and open rates. Yes, it's lost some sparkle with the dominance of social media platforms, suffocating many other marketing efforts, but there are still many, many reasons to do email marketing. And the great thing is they don't rely on algorithms to get seen. Stay tuned as I unpack what you need to know to improve your email marketing efforts. Welcome to Sales Without Socials. If you too are mentally exhausted from the constantly changing algorithms, you're not going to return on the blood, sweat and tears you put into your social media efforts and know there must be a better way to market your business, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Tanya Williams. I love pink, wearing four-inch heels and being the sparkly chief of everything at Digital Conversations. In the last six months, I have transformed my business growth by doubling down on the marketing strategies that actually work, and that doesn't include Facebook ads, Reels, or silly TikToks. So if you're like me, and you're sick of being on the social media hamster wheel and want to focus your time on marketing strategies that don't suck your time without a result, then make sure you subscribe and keep listening. Are you with me? Let's dive in. And oh, you know what? Let's have a little bit of fun along the way. Hey, 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 it is Tanya here, Chief of Everything at Digital Conversations with another episode of the Sales Without Socials podcast. It's great to be back because today I'm talking about email. Now, even if you think emails are annoying, you still want to receive them. I know you do. You continue to sign up to newsletters and for all those subscriptions to get your discounts. And we're all actively using email in its many forms. It's still the first thing that people check first thing in the morning when they reach for their phone. I'm most definitely guilty of that myself. I grab my phone when I'm not supposed to be grabbing my phone first thing in the morning and I'm checking my emails. And even though they may have lost some sparkle with the dominance of social media platforms suffocating so many marketing efforts that businesses should be focused on, they still have really um, high ROI and good results. So some examples or some stats that I'm going to share with you um, based on all the research that has been done, they have a higher ROI. So $44 for every dollar spent. And if we convert that to percentages, that's a whopping 4,400% for email marketing compared to social media, which has a significantly lower ROI of 28%. That's a massive difference, right? 72% of people like to receive branded content through email compared to only 17% who prefer social. Seven out of 10 consumers believe they need email for everyday lives and 91% of you are checking your email at least once a day. I know I am tied to my email. If I'm not on my laptop, I'm checking it consistently. I'm on my phone doing the same thing. And the same thing comes with email marketing, right? It's pretty simple, quick, and easy to shoot out some email marketing campaigns. So the numbers around email are huge. Now there's reasons why it is still such a powerful platform for B2B business owners. First thing is you can control it, right? You have full control over your emails, who it's going to, what content is in there, um, you know, what sort of information you're sharing, okay? And you own your list. You own your database. You don't rent it like your social media channels. You have full ownership 
of the list and you've probably built that up over a number of years, right? It gets seen as well. So it goes directly to your client or your prospect's inbox. So um, it's somewhere where they can actively just click on it and read it. You can make sure they are highly targeted, which you want to do and which I'm going to uncover and dive into a bit more in this episode. It is free. We love, we love free, right? Anything that is free for us to do um, means we can get even better ROIs because we're not spending money on them to start with. And you can also leverage your other content into email. So I do a lot of video marketing, for example, and I will often put my videos um, into emails, the same as podcast episodes. I can leverage that and use that in my email marketing campaigns. Now, if you're doing email marketing campaigns, but you feel like they're just not performing for you, how do you get better results? So let's dive into a few of these and talk about how you can improve what you're doing from an email marketing perspective. Well, the first thing you want to be thinking about is what is your goal? You know, what is it you actually want to be doing? Now, this could be a different goal for every different email um, that you're sending out. But there are lots of different reasons why you might be wanting to send out a campaign. So is it uh, to improve conversion of a specific part of a customer journey or client journey? It could be to nurture leads as part of an email sequence that you've created. Maybe it's, you know, to generate direct sales of a specific product or a new product, or even just to drive traffic to your website or your blog. But you want to be really clear before before you start what you want the end result to be, right? Because that's going to really factor in what content you're going to be using, what call to actions you might want to be including, how long it is and so forth. So really understanding what your goal is before you start is your starting point. You need to also have a plan um, to build your list. So you need to focus on building your own list over adding fans or followers on social media for a very big reason, and I touched on it before, you don't own your fans on socials, you rent them. So if you lose access to your account, you have no details and no way of contacting them. So you want to build your list and you can do that in different ways, right? You can add call to actions to blogs and other content marketing, you know, asking people to jump on the list. Um, always giving them an incentive to do so, right? So you don't want to just be like subscribe to my newsletter because people don't care about that. You can include it in lead magnets. So if you've got lead magnets going out, encourage people to join your list for a particular reason, right? Ask clients to share it with their contacts as well. That's a good way to build your list. You know, what collaborations can you do? Can you share it at events and on webinars and say to people, hey, if you want more of this great content, subscribe and you'll get more. Um, guest podcasts or guest blogs, you can share it on there as well and encourage people to subscribe to your list. So if you're really serious about it, you want to be including it in all the marketing bits that you are doing um, and keep hitting all those different channels, okay? Because you want to be building your own list. Hey, I'm just popping in to interrupt this episode to let you know about a bunch of freebies that you can access to help you create marketing that is more exciting than buying your first pair of acid wash jeans. You'll find these no sweat downloads, video tutorials, and articles over at digitalconversations.com.au. Everyone loves a righteous freebie, right? So hit download and get all fired up to go next level on your marketing. You also want to learn about your audience. So hopefully you already have, you know, a good idea of who your audience is. 
But you can always go a bit deeper and find out a bit more about them. Now, you might do that with a survey um, or a quiz in your newsletter and, and get people to tell them a bit more about themselves and you can have a bit of fun with that. You can add extra fields to sign up forms to get sort of more de- detailed information about, you know, maybe their level of seniority or specific issues that they might be having. Um, and of course, you can look at your website and your analytics to see the types of people who are interacting with your brand and your content because your data is fact. So make sure you use those facts to help you refine your marketing to get better results. Now, the other really important thing you need to do is make sure your list is clean and it's updated. So the most common cause for emails getting put into spam is because of a dirty list. Now, you don't want very old contacts, um, you know, who've been in there for a lot of years um, because, you know, chances are that that'll go into spam. If you've got invalid email addresses in there, high bounce rates are not great because if you're using, um, you know, platforms like MailChimp, for example, if you're getting high bounce rates, they look at that and go, that's spam, which means uh, that's not a good thing for you because you can actually bet, get banned from the platforms because of that. You don't want that. Okay. So you want to make sure that you have got clean lists. So you want to update it regularly. Um, and if you've got, you know, if you know, contact emails changed or someone's moved on, then update it when you know, um, before you forget, right? So make sure your list is as clean as possible. If it's just been laying dormant for years, don't go and send out an email blast to everybody because chances are you're going to get a whole big, a whole bunch of bounce rates with that. Now, when it comes to the actual content, your headline is everything. Now, your headline is that one thing that makes someone want to open your email, right? So how often do you scroll through emails when you're skimming stuff and you're skimming headlines and you're deciding whether you're going to open it, right? I do it all the time. I get so many emails sent to me, um, but I'm really looking for stuff that might be highly relevant or that really grabs my attention. So you want to make your headlines super juicy, really interesting, even a bit quirky. You know, make the prospect or the client wonder, wow, what's that about? I really need to hear that. So if you look at um, businesses or brands that you love um, and see how they're doing it, you know, search online for inspiration. Subscribe to emails like Creator Hooks that shares great examples, you know, um, you know, a, a big, bold headline makes it easy for someone, um, you know, to, to click on your um, email and read it, right? You don't want them to unsubscribe from it because it's, you know, it's boring and it's, you know, certainly uninspiring. So there's an abundance of information out there. So go um, and do your research because there really is no excuse for a bad headline. You also want to make sure when you're planning out your content that you're giving them a simple next step. So providing an enticing preview in the listing, um, blog article, call to action will significantly increase your click-through rates and your website traffic and engagement. But what's the next step you want them to do? Okay, what do you, um, you want them to do after they've read that email? Do you want them to book a call? Do you want them to... Um, you know, click here to make an appointment? Do you want them to read a particular download or a blog article or go to your website or buy a ticket or whatever that might be? Okay. Make it really simple um, and really understand what you want that next step to be and make it clear for them as well. The next is to make sure you personalize your email. Now there's nothing worse than getting a email from a brand that goes, hey you, or like something really generic. I hate that stuff. 
There's nothing worse than that. Um, an email that says something like, you know, hey, you or even no greeting at all um, is definitely not going to endear you um, at all. And it really feels icky when you're on the receiving end of it because it's like, seriously, you can't even use my name. So every email platform gives you the ability to add a tag that personalizes your email. So at the very least, you want to at least have someone's name and you can add all sorts of other personalization, but, you know, try and make it uh, as personal as you can without going overboard. But at the very least, use their name, please. (laughs) You also want to make it relevant. So you want to segment your email send. So if you've got 5,000 people on your list, they're probably made up of different segments or types of people. Okay. So if you're a recruiter, for example, you've got clients and candidates. So neither of them wants to get information that's relevant to the other. So clients don't really care about what, you know, what's relevant for a candidate and vice versa. That's just one example. You'll get better results sending smaller targeted emails to, to smaller relevant groups rather than blasting everyone with the same message. Okay. So think about how you can segment your list out and be a bit more strategic. And that doesn't mean you have to create whole new emails. It really depends on your list and who it's going to, but you might need to tweak and make changes to them. So you also want to make sure that your content serves, educates, and adds value. Now, as much as you might be tempted to share as much stuff about you and your services as possible, please resist that temptation. The occasional sales or promotional email is fine, but no one wants to get email after email that is constantly about you. If you want your clients or your prospects to stay engaged with you, then be engaging, okay? Add some humor to some otherwise dry topics. Be a little bit controversial. Add a GIF. Dumb down your content in a way that your audience understands. So yes, for all those lawyers listening, remove the legal jargon because no one understands it except other lawyers. So just be mindful who is reading um, your content. Um, really think about how you can add value and you can entertain and you can take it to a to another level. If it reads really dry and boring, guess what? They're not going to read it. Um, and also be mindful of the, the length of it, which is the next point I'm getting on going to share. Keep it simple. This is not war and peace. Now I see this so often, particularly when it comes to professional services, when they send an email, it is seriously like war and peace. Like it is way too long. It is full of text. Um, It is just like article after article. Like it's just like, come on, like enough already. I'm not going to read this. I see this often. Um, Lawyers in particular get this stuff wrong. They send stuff out that reads like a law brief. It's full of legal jargon. You know, if it's going to other lawyers, that's fine. But if it's not, then guess what? It's totally unengaging and no one is going to read it. It's a waste of time. Another guilty uh, group of people, I hate to say this, is our accountant friends. I know uh, my accountant and I think just about every accountant that I've had in the past wants to send out these massive PDF documents with article after article. And, you know, we we know that, you know, accounting stuff is not fun. Um, I hate anything like that. I want it to be really short and sharp and, in a, in, you know, something that I can consume quickly because I'm not going to read it. So you need to make it interesting for me. So, um, you know, think about your content. And if you are in that type of industry, how can you make this really simple and not have 20 different articles in there because no one's going to read it, okay? get Just simplify this stuff. 
Uh, something else that you might want to consider is what we call A-B testing. Now, you might have heard the term before, and basically it is just sending out two different versions, right? So you don't want to go and make them totally different. You might send an email out, and all you do is change the headline. So version A has this headline, and version B has that headline. And then you can send that out to um, to your lists, um, and one you know half of the list gets one version, and one half gets the other version, and then you can see what sort of results. Um, you get. You might have slightly different content in a version. You might have um, a different headline. Um, one might have a pop-up. One might not have a pop-up. But there's lots of different ways you can do this. Um, keep it really simple. Don't go and change, as I said, lots of different things. Just change one element. And that way you can continue to refine that one element and see which is going to work better for you. Okay. Most platforms um, like your active campaigns and um, auto and MailChimp and all those types of things give, give you the ability to do that. Also, if you want to be um, make it look a little bit different as well, you're concerned about it looking too marketing-y or too salesy, you can actually make it look less like a marketing email. So you don't necessarily need to have a header image that goes out or footers that go out with a whole bunch of stuff in them. So maybe it can just be more text-based. Um, so, you know, remove those types of elements and just make it look like you've just typed up a, an email out to them. Maybe test that, see how it goes, see how it performs for you. So you know, that's another way of doing um, your email marketing blast. So look, there are a few tips for you. Um, So before you go and say my email doesn't, marketing doesn't work, I suggest you go back through this podcast and make a note of what you're doing and then refine it. Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff there that you can go and try. Um, And again, this stuff doesn't cost money. It just takes a little bit of time and effort and thought. Okay. So there's really no excuses for it not working for you. So what now? If you want help creating your email campaigns, you can email me at tanyaatdigitalconversations.com.au. And also don't forget that the Sales Without Socials online program is now available. Now the program helps you to nail classic marketing moves without feeling the algorithm burn in just 15 minutes a day. So you can get the link to that if you want to check it out in the show notes. And there's also some Uh, free training. There's a free masterclass that you can watch that's going to help you with that in there as well. So that's me for today. Uh, I am going to leave you to go and create some awesome email marketing campaigns. And in the meantime, as I always say, never let anyone dull your marketing sparkle. If you are curious about how your business can make sales without focusing on social media, then I invite you to check out the Sales Without Socials program. The Sales Without Socials program helps B2B service-based business owners master a reliable, consistent, and repeatable way to generate leads and sales in 15 minutes a day without posting on socials five days a week so you can stop chasing algorithms and start effortlessly landing dream clients on repeat. If you are mentally exhausted by the constant changes, sick of trying to beat the unbeatable algorithms, and know there must be a better way to market your business that takes much less time but gets you better results, then I promise you'll love this program. You'll find it at saleswithoutsocials.com.au. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really love it if you could subscribe and leave a review because more subscribers and reviews help the podcast reach more people. And I would be truly grateful. Thank you for being awesome. And until next time, you tune in, never let anyone go your marketing sparkle.